0: Miroslava, thank you so much for your time and it's really good to see you in Riga. I would like to ask you first, when you were in Ukraine last time?
1: I was in Ukraine last time uh, for the so-called anniversary of the war on February 24th. Um, I am covering the war since the beginning. Uh, I was supposed to be in Ukraine uh, to open the new bureau just before the war and unfortunately it didn't happen because of the war. This war changed uh, many people's life, many people's ti- uh, plans. Uh, it devast- has a devastating effect on a on society, on, on every individual. And uh, it's important for me to tell the world about this uh, war. I'm covering this for a global audience.
0: And this is something I also wanted to ask you. Um, I think it's a very important aspect uh, to talk about war. And uh, journalists, I think, play crucial uh, role uh, to, to open eyes also for the world. Would you agree?
1: Absolutely. I would say this is the first digital war um, uh, we are experienced as, as a world, as a society. Uh, you can basically see what is happening in the war almost a minute it, it is happening it's a real-time war it's uh, it's incredible scary and and the journalist uh, documenting all this uh, war crimes that is happening in Ukraine and um, the, d- that's why the role of journalism are are um, uh, crucial in, in in that aspect uh, in, in terms of telling the world about what's going on and in terms of documenting the war crimes for the future uh, possible um, justice uh, procedures uh, when the war will be uh, over so uh, yes uh, I'm very happy that uh, so many journalists came to Ukraine it's a, <laughs> it's a horrible time uh, to say I'm happy but but for years and years and years, I was uh, lobbying and talking about uh, that we need to uh, cover this uh, region more uh, for the world. I was uh, telling everyone, that, uh, for specifically foreign journalists, that you cannot cover Ukraine from Moscow. And that's what was happening for years and years. And I think that the fact that there, was, there were not enough uh, foreign journalist presence in Ukraine and in other um, Eastern European countries, that um, impacted uh, the misunderstanding of, of the situation, mis- mi- not mishandling, that's another word, bigger word, but misunderstanding and not a proper uh, assessment of the, of the situation on, on the ground. So now, hundreds and hundreds of journalists came to Ukraine to cover this war. And they are, some, some of them are discovering Ukraine for the first time. Um, but it's important that, that they did, because the, all this uh, very costly, and all, all this can be uh, deadly, as we know.
0: Yes, and we heard that actually uh, uh, Russia's war in Ukraine uh, is lately the most dangerous for journalists because journalists are uh, targets, uh, yes. which uh, wasn't before in other uh, conflicts. Would you agree with that?
1: Absolutely. Um, uh, as we know, according to uh, many um, uh, nonprofit organizations who are um, protecting for protection of journalists, uh, that uh, 12 journalists were killed in 2022 in Ukraine because of the war. Uh, many of them are Ukrainians, but some of them uh, are uh, foreign journalists. Uh, the first casualty of the war was my uh, classmate from Harvard, um, uh, Brand Renal, and he was uh, killed uh, uh, by uh, direct shot um, uh, near Irpin, uh, trying to, uh, to take pictures of Uh, refugees flying uh, when the bridge was destroyed from Irpin Uh, and I remember that particular moment uh, because (laughs) two years ago when we were at Harvard uh, we were telling uh, teaching uh, our classmates about Ukraine and I felt a little bit even responsible for what happened because he wanted to be there so badly Another uh, of my classmates, uh, Colombian journalists, uh, they were a team, he was shot as well, he survived. He had like 12 or 13 operations. And um, thanks God he survived. But yes, that was the first casualties of war and many more. Uh, happened after that and uh, and that's the risk uh, journalists take uh, to tell the story and uh, I always say that journalists are the uh, they're they're simi- very similar to to soldiers uh, the soldiers protecting uh, people from physical harm but journalists are protecting uh, people uh, or giving them uh, truthful information that is very important for decision making uh, for people so uh, uh, but but uh, but journalists are hero of our time as well and we have to uh, acknowledge that
0: i'm thinking about uh, ukrainian journalists who had to uh, for example they were reporting on culture or agriculture or economy and all by a sudden they had to become war journalists. Do you know these examples and what do you, would they tell about it?
1: Absolutely, absolutely. Many of them, I mean, let's say there was a, a lot of, we uh, you know that Ukraine is not, uh, have a lot of issues with corruption and there were a lot of investigative reporters who would uh, who would cover that topic extensively. So basically all those journalists switched their heads uh, at the beginning of the war, and become, uh, uh, start investigating the war crimes and start uh, documenting the war crimes. I know a couple of organizations who totally changed their, their profile and their, and their goals. Um, for Ukrainian journalists, it's very difficult because, um, because of the mm, emotional involvement as well. So they have to tell the, the story about the war and the same time they are experience that for themselves on a daily basis, but we know how important the information for people is. Um, it's like when some w- some would say like before the war, some would say the uh, the, the the information is a key and uh, it's it's very important. Now uh, during the war, it become like so ingrained in our minds because those people who are sitting in shelters, they don't have. It, the, the, this, the biggest problem they, they, they told later was that they didn't have information uh, what was going on around them. So information is a crucial, is a key for, for survival of the, of the person. So yes, and Ukrainian journalists are, have like a double suffering because they have to change the profession, I mean change the topic that they are covering In the same time. They are experienced and they have to survive themselves to actually um, tell that to the world.
0: Actually, there is no differentiation between women journalists and men. This is, and Ukraine is unique with a lot of uh, women soldiers as well. So, the same in the journalism. Uh,
1: absolutely. I actually, my uh, latest story was exactly about that. I interviewed uh, two uh, Ukrainian former journalists who um, sign up for the army, and they are. Uh, on the front line right now one of them young girl 25 years old and uh, she said uh, to me i uh, uh, my father is uh, in bakhmut my uh, boyfriend is on the front line uh, near izum and i decided to sign up as well i felt i didn't i didn't want to go out of the ukraine i wanted to help ukraine uh, with what I have, so she is, and she was the one who, when we went to, with my crew, to Izum to, to cover the mass grave um, uh, uh, situation, st- she was the one who was helping us to get evidence, to, to escort us around. And as a journalist, uh, TV reporter, um, uh, she, her uh, loved one, her boyfriend, was killed uh, in, as well near Izum, and she decided to sign up for the army. And the way that she was trying to kind of pay, <laughs> pay her, uh, or maybe she said, "It's easier for me there." Than 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 home. I feel that I'm doing something for, for for myself, for my country, and for the memory of, of my um, beloved. So. Yes, yes. Some journalists changed the topic. Some uh, decided to become soldiers.
0: And also, I would imagine that with the war for journalists, if the the war is in their country it makes the whole thing much more personal than to be more correspondent. Absolutely,
1: absolutely. And, and it's like, a, a, actually, one of my reporters in D.C., uh, she, uh, she's a White House correspondent, and she said, uh, when I was standing on near the White House, there's like a line of journalists who are reporting live, and she said, before I was listening to some of them and they were telling about the war there and here and there and here. And now I'm standing there and all year they're t- telling, telling the world about the war in Ukraine, war in Ukraine. And I am here listening to that war in Ukraine. And it's a totally different feeling how you actually accept uh, this information. It's very, very difficult for, for Ukrainian journalists. And... It, this war become personal that 's absolutely true, and it 's uh, impossible not not uh, not uh, to happen
0: Miroslava, you said to me before this interview that you are hoping to open office in Kiev soon, which was uh, not possible at the beginning of the war because war started, so this is uh, happening
1: happening this is happening. Um, we, uh, Ukraine, uh, The Voice of America leadership decided to open the office uh, and decision was made in December of 2021 and uh, uh, I was literally supposed to move on February 23rd. Uh, that was the date and the war started that particular day and uh, all the flights were cancelled and we, I was not able to, to come. Uh, obviously, I came later many, many times, but logistically it's very difficult to operate because the, my job is to uh, cover all Eastern Europe uh, and effect of the war um, and cover it for the, for the global audience because Voice of America has a huge audience in, um, uh, in Latin America, in Africa. Um, in the Middle East. Uh, and uh, this is important for this audience to know what is really going on in, in this part of the world. So um, for now, I am in Warsaw. But uh, as soon as the situation permits, uh, we hopefully will be able to, uh, to move uh, on a permanent basis. But we have journalists on the ground in Ukraine all the time, rotating uh, and covering this, this, this horrible war.
0: And you are really, I would say, a world-known journalist. Uh, This is because of your husband's situation uh, at that time, and also you've been always uh, uh, fighting for journalist rights. Uh, You've been in the United States in whole world. Now you are in Latvia. Uh, How do you feel does the world listen? Do you feel that uh, your uh, war in Ukraine is understood? Do you feel supported? Do you feel? Uh, that you have friends in the world and your messages.
1: You know, I I think uh, as closer to the war, as better it's understood, and for some countries like uh, like uh, Baltic states, Estonia, Latvia, Lithuania, uh, Poland, um, Slovakia, Czech Republic, all these countries. Who um, experienced the uh, Soviet occupation, they know what uh, what can happen, and they feel the danger, and they feel vulnerable in, in this situation. Uh, yes, they are part of NATO. However, uh, <laughs> however, uh, it's not guaranteed that if uh, Russia would not be stopped in Ukraine, they can come uh, further uh, in this er- in, in this region as farther from the world, uh, like um, Western uh, European countries, it's less understood. Uh, it's much less understood in Africa. It's much less understood in Latin America, in South America. I was um, uh, doing the interview with Colombian um, uh, network uh, and I was telling them about, uh, I remember it was like a after right after Bucha, and uh, I was explaining what was going on there uh, about uh, uh, killings, murders, and, and, and uh, rapes, and and uh, uh, including kids and women, and I mean horrible stuff. And I was telling them what was going on, and they were like, "You, th- what are you saying? Like, it's th- this is not. Th- it's th- it's not possible." No, 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 no. I was like, <laughs> "It's possible. That's what's going on." So a lot of people. It's it's hard to it's hard to comprehend. So, and that's why it's important to to, to actually show and tell and and document all all what's what is, um, happening. Uh, but in general, I'm a little bit um, mm, uh, sometimes I am discouraged. I am discouraged because I was I'm. Fighting for journalist rights for years and years. I was fighting for justice for my husband for 20 years. 20 years, um, and uh, I've been everywhere in every used every possible um, uh, justice mechanism, uh, including European Court for Human Rights. And uh, and and what? The number of journalists killed in the world is just rising. And, uh, and I don't know, it's about our societies, it's about uh, underestimation of danger. I, I don't know what it's about, but uh, unfortunately, the, wor- the world is becoming more <laughs> dangerous place for journalists. And, uh, uh, but again, in same time, we know what we are facing. Uh, we, sometimes, real journalist is like, you cannot it's like you choose this profession, but you choose it for the reason that's because you strive for the truth. You strive for tell, to tell that to the to, the, to other people, and uh, and you face the danger. You understand the danger, and but this is your choice. As as, as again going back to the to the uh, to the soldier issue, we are the soldier of truth uh, in, 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 in the world. So we do our job.
0: Thank you so much for you to doing your job. Thank you so much, Miroslav. Thank you. Thank Hope you. to see you again. Thank you. Absolutely. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you.
1: Duže